Summer Holiday Breeze. It was five in the afternoon, I believe, as the hottest of the day had passed. It was still quite warm, though. She and I were sitting on a bench. It felt like this place was in the middle of nowhere. It felt empty compared to what I was used to in the Netherlands. We're just outside of town, relatively close to a large lake. Especially now in the summer, this was a tourist hotspot. We were up a hill looking down on the lake. It was a very pleasant wide view. Close to the lake itself, clearly we saw the tourism determined life there. Density increased near the lake, many houses, modern constructions. Even near there were restaurants, clubs, places for food and drink. We were still at a delicate age where food usually meant ice cream and drink usually meant soda. It would still be a couple of years until the idea of a club felt more attractive. It was the second half of the 90s and life felt exceedingly simple. Life here, especially on this beach, enjoying this view near this town, it all felt simple. Somehow, back then, we would sit in the sun forever and neither get sunburned nor heat stroke. We watched as life gradually wound down near the lake. People in the lake, finding their way outside, cleaned themselves up and leaving again. Something we'd been doing for a week or two ourselves. Now, we were sitting here, in the silence. She had left shortly after lunch, in the silence, we had walked here. I followed her here, pushed by curiosity more than anything else. She never talked much, but this was unusual, even for her. As the hill went further down, the grass was mostly light brown from the heat. It waved in the slight breeze, producing a subtle static noise. It was easy to forget, were it not, that it was one of the rarest sounds here. The sounds of the lake were so far that nothing arrived. We heard insects rubbing their feet in the summer heat, seemingly unfazed by it, just crickets and beetles making their distinct noises. The birds, too, didn't enjoy the heat. Rarely have I ever felt as much present in the moment as now. As the sun went down further, the color of the sky started to shift and the grass got the opportunity to recover, if only for a bit. It was then that I started to smell the grass, a delicate smell, different from when it would be cut. It smelled almost like petrichor, something about it almost refreshing. I closed my eyes for a moment and took it in. The smell was sweet and soothing. The longer I sat and smelled, the more smells came to me. On an occasion, I'd smell the sweetness of candy sold near the lake. The only reminder we were really here. The longer I waited, the more a smell of lighter fluid. Used to at night, the barbecues came to me. Heavily thinned, the smell was almost something sweet, and its distinct petroleum base came through as well. She stood up and spread her arms. Her shirt and pants waved in the wind. Her hair danced through it too. Don't you wish you could just fall backwards and glide through the air? I looked at her, how the wind curled her shirt around her arm, how the slight peach fuzz on her arm made it as though the wind flowed through her arm, transforming as it went through. Even as a horny teenager I was back then, her beauty stood out in a way that inspired freedom and elegance without lust or romance. Cloaked in a veil of youthful 
hidden innocence, she also exuded an air of strength and confidence. I would want to sink through the air weightless and have it envelop me, like falling into a blanket, except for it to never end. I saw a smile on her face, and was the right answer, a confirmation that I had understood her. She was happy with that thought. I stood up beside her. I spread my arms and took her hand. Then I also closed my eyes. In that blissful little moment we were carefree and happy. The way the air moved, the way we moved with it, it felt refreshing beyond compare. The wind picked up slightly and we both leaned into it. I felt the air tugging at me, pulled on my clothes and my hair, and was still quite delicate. I was so deeply aware of every place the wind touched me. I wanted to jump and let it pull me in, let it lift me up. I knew I was not physically possible, but still every fiber of my body wanted to jump and soar. I slightly raised my arms, and as did she. Then I raised my feet to only stand on my toes, and then so she did as well. We were both desperate to soar, to feel that freedom a bird would. So I told her, I envy the birds, that they simply raise their wings and get up, and get to rise into the air, to soar on the wind, but their women will. She breathed in deeply. To stand on a cliff and dive down, to simply spread my wings to soar, to ride the currents up and down, to find my way, to find my people, any which place. As the wind died down, we both got back down. I turned towards her and hugged her. I cried, mourning the loss of the moment. She too cried, and eventually we went back to sit. The sun was now casting long shadows. We still held hands, looked at the lake had emptied, and as the smell of the charcoal had left, all we were left with was the memories of the moment we just had. I stood up and took her hand. I caressed it gently. Thank you for today. I left back towards the apartment. Hi, this is Carl, and thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this narration of the story. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.